The truth lives. Political bombshell, starring Rishon Blyden. Welcome to Vacation Mode Political Bombshow. The show will begin right after these parody songs. And what has gotten in to Russia's top athlete? Needles, apparently, but more on that later as we yield for breaking news. Ed? <clears throat> Thank you. Breaking news that's horribly tragic. If your children are watching, we warn you it's graphic. Our lead story tonight atop the report was Donald Trump eating chicken with a knife and a fork. Plus, this Trump supporter is 11 years old, so what are his thoughts uh, on? Are you reading the scroll? Who he thinks is best fit to lead us? Would he have voted for Obamacare when he was so, a fetus? So, I really don't mean to step on your staging, but it seems like there's war. Some battles are raging. Reporting the news. Is that not our vow? You know what? You're right. I'll cover it now. Well, the war continues. Yes. On Twitter, as planned, no. between Donald Trump and a Littleton man. Oh my God. The fighting is fierce, no sight of the end. Follow it all on our app. You're watching CNN. What I mean is while we're reading these trivial mysteries, people are dying, we're losing our liberties, they're inside our what? Isn't that banned? Inside our hardware, I understand. Well, they could be in your phone at this very moment. Yes. Pokemons. This town's Pokemon oh going. Gosh. Plus, expensive beer. How hoppy's the taste? Fareed Zakaria. Well, copy and paste. Look, I really just think that there's stuff that we missed. Like, holy crap, is that true? Does that list exist? Cover the news. Shake up the ranks. The real news. Thanks. Well, it's a hidden document upon which fate swings. Yes. Fortune cookie fortunes. Who's writing those oh things? A man with no parachute just took a dive in today's most newsworthy instance. Of one flung from the sky. I know this is tough, so forgive the belittling. Rome is engulfed and we're sitting here fiddling. Executive orders, economy stuttering. These are the stories we're sitting here covering. There's war in Afghanistan, hurt in Iraq. You'd need $5 footlongs for turkey this bad. That is, Mike. Breaking news. The war on whistleblowers continued today and we'll update the condition of that Little League referee. Plus, it took the Olympics by storm. But what is it like to cup someone? Josh Duggar is in the studio. Nothing else to report, Ed, as we've been banned from the press gaggle and labeled as fake news by the president. <laughs> we'll have to prove him wrong. Thanks, Tim. Trump's approval numbers have gone to new lows, according to a new poll, and we're never wrong about those. And is Starbucks' new cup bringing people to tears? No, but we'll find two tweets like we do every year. Uh, Ed? Yes, Tim. Look, this is obviously bad, but do you think you could maybe help our case a tad? They say we're not news, that we just make stuff up. My apologies, Tim. I'll fix that right up. A nurse shark bit a man in a Florida park. Park. Could this summer be the summer, summer of, of sharks? Plus a product you own causes death exponentially? The answer to that misleading question? Eventually. And you're hiding the cause of acute meningitis. Do you see why perhaps there are folks who don't like us? I really believe that they're flatly just wrong, but could you just help me a little? Can do, Capitan. Well, a hero is born? Meet the daring AG who won't enforce laws with which she disagrees. Plus, Kim Davis, the mouth-breathing slob. Should we jail public servants who won't do their jobs? Okay, see, that's what I mean. That's what they accuse that we color the coverage to match with our views. Should we not be objective and foster a trust? I suppose you're right, Tim. I'll do what I must. A world on the brink? Perils unfurled as Trump speaks with the most dangerous man in the world. Plus, Mitt Romney's gaffes just don't seem to slow. His moronic claim Russia is our biggest foe. And finally, it's given all journalists stupors, but proof has been found by PricewaterhouseCoopers. The president making with great genuflection concessions to Russia if he wins the election. Transmit 
A white house in chaos? We'll give you a peek at the transcripts we got from a delightful new leak. Plus, Edward Snowden, the traitor abroad. Should leakers be hung like the cowards they are? You know, people expect that if you're black, you have to be Democrat. We've got to talk about Kanye. Welfare is the reason why a lot of black people end up being Democrat. This is a man who needs help. And they say, we'll give you more money for having more kids in your home. Kanye West got the best of the massa at the DNC. I love this guy right here. He was a father figure. Just a thrashing and a whipping with the party line. Yeah, Johnny kicking him for the man. Make a roll, we kick. That was just new Democratic Party. It's about race. Can we get back on the rails? They need to grab him and snatch him up. Take minstrel show, minstrel show. And in front of all of these white people. Kanye West is what happens when Negroes don't read. The Dow so was plummeting. And he could dance. He's the token Negro of the Trump administration. Beat those token Negroes, Donnie. Tom, Tom, Kanye's mother is rolling over in her grave. We have to bring jobs Tom, into America. Embarrassing. He needs someone to help him Tom, and to guide him. And he needs a hug more than anything. You cannot make this up. Priorities, people. Priority. And now, all of a sudden, he is the person who represents the African-American community. We need to take the cameras away from Kanye. Hello and welcome to Political Bomb Show, your vacation mode Thursday. I'm your host, Rayshawn Blyden. Visit politicalbombshow.cf. Continuing on with our trend of the week reading various emails, we shall continue on that trend. Okay, so we have. An historic Trump decision. It happened. Sometimes they reward stories and it means the same thing that. So let's just click into this and see what we have here. Okay, what happened? Poll Donald Trump enjoys massive surge in approval among African American voters. Yay, I'm one of them. According to the latest polling from Rasmussen reports, President Donald Trump is experiencing a surge of approval from likely voters who are African American. 
As Democrats risk losing their grip on minorities, the Republican president logged an impressive 50% approval rating among all likely voters just one week ahead of November's midterm elections. Rasmussen report is the only major poll to track the president's ratings on a daily basis. And Monday's figures indicated that an unprecedented 40% of black voters approved of Trump's job performance on the same day half of the all likely Americans votes concurred, voters concurred. Yay. Alrighty, let me um, like this tweet and let's see if I can retweet this. Where are we? Job approval numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Done. So, there you go. Some might give Kanye West some credit for that. Some may just know that they're doing better. Jobs are available to them. Some may see, you know, as some, let's see, how do they put it? Are you going to believe what they say or believe what's actually happening to you? And I think that's what's happening. The rhetoric of the left no longer worked when they say he doesn't care about black people. But black people are working now. Unprecedented low unemployment for us. So who are we going to believe? Our eyes and our ears or the liars out there in the, in the um, mainstream media? Of course, I'm being... I'm... Um, I'm asking rhetorical questions. I already know the answer, and I know you know the answer. So, it's no need to beat a dead horse. Or shall we beat a dead horse anyway? <laughs> Man who predicted Trump's victory makes a new shocking prediction. Let's see, what is this? I hate reading these things sometimes. Let's see. Shall we read this one? Uh, da, 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 da. Let's see. This is from the conservative zone. And it says, Please find below messages. Please find below a message from our advertising sponsor. See, I don't like these. I'm, I'm not reading it. I'm not reading the advertised sponsors. They all do it. All of my conservative, um, you know, they have... They need to bring money in. They need revenue. So every now and then they have uh, sponsors. Okay, so uh, what is this? Gas explosions reveal hidden danger beneath our streets. Oh, that doesn't sound good at all. I remember one time when I was living in New York and I was working in Manhattan. And I was. Uh, this is when I did... Uh, I was a high. I installed high-speed internet, and I was. I remember looking out and seeing a manhole f literally fly up in the air, and f fire flew out of that manhole. That was very scary. 
I've never seen anything like that. That was a scary thing. But uh, let's see. Let's read this. Let's see if I can find this. Um, where is this thing? Oh, here we go. Gas explosion reveals. Look okay. it. Let's click here and read the full story here. Okay, the cast iron natural gas main that severed Dr. Richard Williams turned off the central century home in this southern college town was as old as the house itself. It was built doing um, the first, let's see, when was it built? Doing the first gas fuel boom in 1911. When the pipeline cracked in 2016, that gas built up slowly and silently in a shed behind William's home. All it took was an ignition source, a lit cigar, to spark the gas fireball that would take his life. I'm looking at a picture of a pic. I'm looking at a picture of it. It was very bad. The 65-year-old psychiatrist was one of the one of at least 264 people killed in that natural gas leaks, fires, and explosions since 1990. More than 1,600 people have been injured. The natural gas industry and its government regulators have known of the dangers of leaking gas and pipelines for decades. After a fatal gas explosion in Allentown, PA in 1990, the National Transportation Safety Board recommended utilities replace their cast iron pipes in, plan timely, in a planned timely manner. 28 years later, the utilities still haven't finished the job. The work is expensive, often difficult, and sometimes perilous. Gas crews upgrading cast iron pipe in Massachusetts in September inadvertently ignited fires and explosions that destroyed 131 buildings, killing one person, injuring 21, and leaving hundreds homeless. That disaster and hundreds of others across the country illuminate the conflicting pressures on the industry as it tries to balance safety with consumer demands for cheap, convenient energy. State utility commissions are under pressure from consumer groups to keep energy rates down. Grassroots groups oppose new pipelines in their neighborhoods and often there aren't enough qualified pipeline workers to do the work safely. Utilities replacing leak, leaking gas pipes receive only spotty oversight from the fractured system of the state and federal safety regulations. Government regulators have largely left it to utilities to determine for themselves what their biggest safety vulnerabilities are. 
decades of neglect. Underneath our feet and below our streets sit more than 2.2 million miles of pipelines that carry natural gas into our homes and businesses. They deliver our relatively cheap and clean burning fuel that cooks our meals, heats our showers, and keeps us warm. That's what I use where I am right now. I like I like natural gas. It's because of all the reasons that they mentioned. And that's why in my hunt for homes, which I've been doing vigorously while I'm here on vacation, um, I'm looking for a home with natural gas. I don't want oil heating. It's too expensive. I lived somewhere before where the oil, it was just crazy. I had to, it was too expensive. So I definitely prefer natural gas. Moving right along, Columbia Gas of Massachusetts had just started work on its ambitious plan to replace cast iron gas mains in the Merrick, the Merrimack Valley of northern Massachusetts last month when an alarm went off at its control center in Columbus, Ohio. Pressure in the system was spiking. Within minutes, homes across cities of Lawrence, Andover, and North Andover began to explode. Oh my goodness. Federal investigators say a work crew was given, fa given faculty orders. They were directed to remove an old pipe, but not a feedback line that alerted the system to drop the pressure, to drop in pressure. When the old cast iron main was taken out of service, the system detected the loss in pressure and compensated by pumping more gas. Oh my, pressure swelled to 12 times the limit for which the system was built. Mm. Wow, man, that's really, wow. So, um, yeah, that's, wow, that's some really bad stuff. Okay, um, what else we have here? Democrat candidate calls constituents white working class racist. Okay, let's see who we have here. Uh, read what they, they are saying about, let's see, this is not, uh, da, da, da. okay, let's click on this, see what this is here. So a Democratic Socialist candidate under fire for calling white working class residents racist. In liberal circles, the number of people who are racist is enlarging at breakneck speed. <laughs> in fact, some Democrats have seemingly concluded that all white people should now be considered this offensive term. Recently, Sarah 
in the Morado, a Democratic Socialist running for a seat in Pennsylvania's House of Representatives, labeled her would-be constituents white working class poor folk who are racist according to the blaze. KDKA-TV reported in a Morato is now under fire for her remarks. The Democratic Socialist defeated longtime incumbent Rep Representative Don Costa in the Democratic primary because she's running unopposed for the 21st district seat. In the Morado was all but assured of victory on election night if elected she'd serve two terms. However, the remarks she made about her would-be constituents on a podcast are spurring some, some to take action. During the program, the leftist said, I just look at my district, right? And it's 93% white. My district, which I know is like white working class poor folk who are racist because it's so much easier for them to look to their side and say, I'm going to blame that person. What a witch. Due to her disdainful comments about the people who live in her district, a Republican resident, Gary Britcher, has organized a write-in camp campaign for Costa, he told KDKATV. We are not racist, and I don't think we should send someone to Harrisburg that has that mindset that her constituents are racist. Commenting to WPXI 11 News, Brister stated, I think that Dom Costa would be better, is a better representative. The incumbent, um, the incumbent in the Morado defeated in the Democratic primary wasn't impressed by her comments either. Costa informed Katie KATV, I find it appalling. They are not that type of people. While he claims he has no involvement in the write-in campaign, Costa said he would welcome the vote, he remarked. I find it humbling, very humbling, that people want to. Of course, Imamorato declined to sit down for an interview. But she did send the TV station a statement concerning her comments, alleging her would-be constituents are racist in the statement she said. This was the topic of a nearby two-hour-long conversation about race and politics on the podcast, and in no way did I seek to imply that all of my neighbors are racist, you lying I'm going to say the B word. Hate, bigots, hate, 
understanding bigots, understanding I'm willing to have a conversation with any one of my future constituents about this topic of race, and I will do anything in my power to make sure that the 21st District and beyond is a welcoming place for all. How are they supposed to take it? Let's go back to the top, to her quote. Don't try to backpedal a witch. You said, and I quote, let's see, where is this quote? She says, I just look at my district, right? And it's 93% white. My district, which I know is like white, working class, poor folk who are racist. You said it, lady. You said it. That's not taken out of context. I'm reading word for word, verbatim. This is what you said. You said, I just look at my district, right? And it's 93% white. My district, which I know is like white working class poor folk who are racist, who are racist, who are racist, keyword racist, because it's so much easier for them to look to their side and say, I'm going to blame that person. So you said it, lady. Don't give me that bold dookie. You said it. Therefore, own it, lady. Own it. The Democratic Socialist expressed to WOPX11 News that she didn't intend to insult the residents of her district and now wishes she would have articulated her thoughts better. You, artic you articulated it well. You said exactly what you meant. Enamorado. Enamorato. In the ghetto. The candidate revealed that she hopes she and community leaders can use her discourse as a spark plug for discussion. You are so full of it, full of crap. You really are. You're full of cold manure. Sadly, in the Morado, unbelievably offensive comments about her own would-be constituents are becoming increasingly mainstream in the Democratic Party. It's true. Just last week, former Fox News Megyn Kelly's morning show on NBC was canceled because she talked about how dressing up as a character of a different race for Halloween was okay. When she was a kid, immediately the left labeled Kelly as a racist. In an opinion piece for USA Today, former Fox News contributor Kristen Powers heaped insults on Kelly. I didn't think it was racist at all. It's, it wasn't. In her closing remarks, Powers even seemed to confer that her own whiteness has contributed to racism on her part. She's an idiot. She's a fool. She's a dumb, hating, uh, what do you call it? She's a dumb, self-hating her own race. Just like that lady that I talked about who hated her mother because she was too dark. Okay, so that's enough for this one. 
Uh, let's see what else do we have going on. Big GOP boost in MO. MO as MO Man Montana. Let's see. Let's see. Okay, so GOP gets boost in tight MO Senate race as Libertarian quits. Let's see. Let's see what's going on here, brother. Libertarian backs Republican in tight Montana Senate race. The Libertarian candidate in Montana, Montana's U.S. Senate race threw his support behind Republican Matt Rosendale on Wednesday in response to an election mailer from an unknown group that appeared aimed at undermining Rosendale's support among conservatives. Rosendale, Montana's state auditor and insurance commissioner, is in a tight race against two-term Democratic Senator John Tester. With the balance of power in the closely divided Senate potentially at play, Libertarian Rick Brenkeridge has virtually no chance of winning, but his participation has threatened to peel away votes that might otherwise go towards the Republican and boost testers' chances next week. The mailer comes two days before President Donald Trump plans to hold a campaign rally in Bosman supporting Rosendale. The president's fourth visit to the state and an indication of how much the White House wants to unseat Tester. Trump has blamed the Democrat for derailing the nomination of his first choice to head the Veterans Affairs Department. Brinkeridge said in an interview that he doesn't know the source of the mailer, which promoted him as a true conservative and claimed that Rosendale supports using drones to spy on private citizens. He said, It appeared to be an attempt by so-called dark money groups to influence Montana's election and that he's decided Rosendale is the best candidate to stop such efforts. Federal election laws require campaign materials to disclose their funding source. The reality is I'm only going to get 3 or 4% of the vote and he, Rosendale, has the character to combat this issue, Brecken, Breckenridge said. I'm standing in unity and solidarity with Matt to combat dark money in politics. He said he disagreed with Rosendale on some issues, particularly the Republican support for building a wall on the U.S.-Mexican border. And I, I, I disagree with you on that, and I agree the wall needs to be built. And shared Tester's concerns about Supreme Court Justice Kavanaugh's stance on privacy issues but dark money in elections is more important, he said. 
the endorsement came as a surprise to other Montana libertarians, according to Andrew Forcier, a member of the party from Columbus. Forcier said it was distressing for a libertarian nominee to get behind a Republican candidate and that Breckenridge had never made a personal investment in the campaign to demonstrate his seriousness. Okay, so there you go, Montana. Montana, Montana. CNN says Trump is to blame for McCon for Mueller probe. Yeah, Trump is to blame for everything. You people are so... I'm not going to read that story. Study says legal, illegal, immigration, total ties, all-time record. Not going to read it. Not going to read it. Okay. Let's, what do we have here? Um, da, da, da. Nope, don't, don't want to read that. What is this? From Conservative Zone, President Trump isn't messing around anymore. Click here for the latest on Trump's fight to save our border. Let's see. Let's see here. I have a feeling this is about the troops, but let's see. U.S. Southern Border, U.S. Southern Border headed for permanent military presence. Very good. Very, very good. Thousands of migrants are massing in hordes to assail to the U.S. southern border, and thousands of military personnel are prepping to stop them. In a showdown on left versus right on illegal immigration policies, two caravans with an estimated 7,000 South Americans are traveling north to test the U.S. resolve. When President Trump took office, he vowed to end the open borders policies, and he's doing so. All right, so we know about this already. Very, very good. Good work. Good work, President Trump. Ryan clashes. Of course he does. Of course he does. He clashes over bright uh, birthright citizenship, of course. I don't care about... Do I have to play a song? Let's see here. Paul Ryan should be focusing on holding the House majority rather than giving his opinions on birthright citizenship, and I agree. I agree. Trump contends the wording of the 14th Amendment, which grants the citizenship, gives him the authority, and I true agree. But Ryan said Tuesday, ending the policy would require the constitutional amendment. The president said Monday he is mulling an order that would end the citizenship granted as a way, in his view, to remove the lower 
of undocumented migrants to come to the U.S. illegally. I agree. F you, Ryan. Get the F out. Get the F out, you effing idiot. Okay. Did I, did I say that with enough force? I think I did. Pelosi, confident of blue wave. We will win. We will win. Win, 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 win. Yes, you're full of hot air. Let's see. Pittsburgh minister preaches love as she rants at Trump. Very interesting. Very interesting. Okay, what's this? Candidate drops off mom in wheelchair so she can panhandle. You know, you just can't make some of these stuff up. It's unreal. Let's read this right now. Let's read this right now. So, unbelievable. A candidate for city council in Southern California, of course, of course, where else but California, has been, have been a cause of, accused of dropping off his wheelchair-bound mother to panhandle, even though they live in a condo and have a new car. Wow. David Chu, or Che, C-H-E-Y, a nonpartisan candidate in Irvine, has been caught on camera leaving soon. Soon Che, 86, in a downtown district of Laguana Beach with a sign that reads, Please help me, the Daily Mail of London reported. That's really sick. They have a brand new car, live in a condo in Irvine, yet beg for our help. Local businesses, local business owner Heidi Miller told the Daily Mail. She said, Adult Protective Services has investigated but can't do anything because she says, she enjoys begging. What a sick witch. He's pretty much brainwashed her, Miller said. What the Chase have been doing for 12 years is taking money from Laguana residents and tourists and going back to their cozy apartment in Irvine in a brand new car and taking money away from homeless people, said Miller. Miller estimated that on one occasion in which she watched Soon Che for about an hour, the 86-year-old collected more than $200. Wow. This, this is why, honestly, this is why the, the, definitely the guilt, the innocent suffer for the guilty in this case. When I see a homeless person or or thought to be a homeless person begging, I drive right by them and, and, and if they ask me for money, I ignore them. And if they get in my face, I yell at them because I don't believe them. I don't. So in this case, no, they get nothing from me. Zero zip nada. In his statement 
for his candidacy for Irvin Council member, Che describes him as a self-employed entrepreneur. He, this is craziness, man. Craziness, I tell you. Mad, I tell you, mad. The people have gone mad, local, in brain, insane, in a membrane, insane, got no brain. I think they're going crazy. Okay. What else do we got here? Mm -mm 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 -mm. It says, kiss our chances goodbye. Gun owners. What is this? Gun owners of America. I didn't even realize I signed up to this. Okay. Gun owners of America. I guess that's me. I'm a gun owner of America. They're in all my years fighting to protect our God-given rights, I never thought I'd spend the final days of an election creating battle plans to stop anti-gunners in Texas and Tennessee. But unless we're fine with letting his history's most anti-gun wave of candidates rise to power, we've got to keep fighting. So this sounds like it's trying to raise money. Okay. Yeah, this is something to raise money. Okay. Trump aftermath. Trump aftershock coming November 6th. Let's see what is this all about. It's from Liberty Planet. Oh, this is a book. This is a book. Who writes this book? The book will cut through the media noise. Um, I don't see an author. Who is writing this? Okay, I don't know who's writing this. Okay, next, next, next. The big kahuna tomorrow is what's tomorrow? Friday, I can't go, I got plans. Da, 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 da. Breitbart News, Pelosi's cocky in final week before midterm, cocky, 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 legal action taken over Hillary's security clearance, let's see what this is all about, let's see what this is about, Fed sued over Hillary Clinton's security clearance. Government watchdog, Judicial Watch, I like Judicial Watch, is suing the State Department to find out why Hillary Clinton was allowed to keep her security clearance after the FBI determined she had mishandled classified information. That's a very good question. Very good question. The lawsuits also demands records related to the secretary clearance of Clinton... Associates, Huma Adin, who else? Uh, Jacob Sullivan and Felipe Rines or Rines or whatever. Judicial Watch initially asked for the information under the Freedom of Information Act in August, just days before government announced Clinton's clearance had been revoked. The legal action followed the State Department decision not to respond. To judicial watch request 
President Trump made an issue of former Clinton officials holding on to their security clearance after leak leaving office, including former CIA Director John Brennan after he sharply criticized Trump. Judicial Watch noted Clinton's clearance was withdrawn at her request August 30th, nine days after Judicial Watch filed its FOIA request. The legal complaint was filed in federal court in Washington. In a September 21st letter to the Senate Judiciary Committee, Chairman Charles Grassley, Acting Assistant Secretary for Legislative Affairs, uh, Clinton's security clearance was administratively withdrawn on August 30th. So, good, let's get to the bottom of this. Let's get to the bottom of this. See what be going on up in this place. Y'all gonna make me get uh, mad up in here. <clears throat> Trump slams Paul Ryan as well as he should. Paul Ryan should be slammed. President Donald Trump blasted House Speaker Paul Ryan Wednesday saying he should be concentrating on maintaining the majority in the House rather than giving his views on birthright citizenships, something he knows nothing about. Trump's comments about the Wisconsin Republican came in a tweet after Ryan said he opposed the president's plan. He wrote, Paul Ryan should be focusing on, this is his his, uh, tweet, Paul Ryan should be focusing on holding a majority rather than giving his opinions on birthright citizenship, something he knows nothing about. Our new Republican majority will work on this, closing the immigration loopholes and securing our border. Trump's referring to the Republican majority working on the issues appears to conflict with his insistence in an interview released Tuesday that he could do it with an executive order. Just do it with an executive order because there's too many people like Paul Ryan in the house there. Although Lindsey Graham, as I read, does agree with that. And I agree. Gotta love Lindsey Graham. I don't know where he's been hiding all these years, but I like it. The conservative brief, what is this about? The consider fellow American, take a look at this sensitive government document. But to high-level insiders, it's simply an application for immediate retirement. This is one of these things again. <laughs> they make it sound so good, it just sucks me right in every time. Jeffrey Lord. Midterm loss would strengthen Trump. Okay. Tell us something we don't know. Bizarre. Woman says she's marrying ghost after sex with 20 spirits. This can't be. This is not serious. Okay. This is definitely bizarre. And it's coming from the WND. So it's not coming from one of these uh, tabloids. All right, let's just read this. It just sounds so far-fetched. 
The woman looks insane. She's a, you're a fool, lady. You're an idiot. You're a fool. Woman, woman says, I'm marrying my ghost after sex with 20 spirits. You're a whore. You've had sex with 20 different spirits and you, you're a whore. There was no going down on one knee. He doesn't have knees. This is, this is too much. The lady looks psychotic. You need give her some meds, please. Lock her up. Shock her. Give her some shock therapy. Crazy. Sometimes the news can seem out of this world, but now it's made the jump into another dimension. A spiritual counselor from England. Of course, she's from England. Of course. Where else? Not you naughty fool. A counselor from England claims she's had sex with at least 20 spirit beings and now plans on marrying one next summer. There was no going down on one knee. He doesn't have knees. Amnis Realum told the son, okay, this, it, okay, I knew it had to come from a tabloid, the son. So even though WND is reporting it, it did come from the sun. So I am not reading any more. Well, hold on. She was on the morning. Well, let's see. Let's see if I can listen in on what she's talking about here. Let's see. I can't believe that I'm going to even listen to this. Scratching her heads and say, get out of it. Come on. This didn't happen. Um, this is a real presence in your in your life. You're a spiritual guidance counselor. You're used to this sort of thing. You open up channels to the other side. I do, yeah. And this is a channel that, um, well, you really connected with. Yeah, very much so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this person, this, this presence, um, can you tell us anything about him, her, it? Um, I refer to it as him because that's easier. Yeah. Um, it's very ancient, very wise. Very kind. Has nice. been on the planet before? I would say for a very long time, yeah. yeah. So yeah. when did you first encounter this presence? You're sick. Um, when I was over in Australia and I was taking a walk out in the bush and just suddenly it approached me. And is this yeah. something you can see or just something you no, feel? something you feel. So, yeah, just like a physical... I got something for you to feel. An emotional, sort of physical presence. <laughs> oh, shut up, just... like, shut up. I, got, I can't deal with this. Yes, I do know they're spiritual beings, but come on now. You're going to marry... Okay, yeah, you're not... Cuckoo, cuckoo, cuckoo. No, I can't, I can't play along anymore. Can't do it. Can't do it. CNN host says the biggest terror threat in the U.S. is white men. This is coming from uh, Michael Savage's website, Michael Savage. Uh, let's see, what does Michael Savage say about this? Should Warner Media fire Jeff Zucker from promoting anti-white hatred? CNN host Don Lemon is on the fire after a disturbing on-air rant in which he declared that white men are the biggest terror threat in the United States, noted that there is no white guy ban and wondered aloud, what do we do about that? Cuomo primetime namesake Chris Cuomo and Lemon were discussing the recent shooting of the two black men in Kentucky, 
that is being investigated as a hate crime when his money when his Monday guest and colleague took the conversation off the rails. I keep trying to point out to people not to demonize any one group or any one ethnicity, but we keep thinking that the biggest terror threat is something else, Lemon said. Some people who are marching towards the border like it's imminent, and the last time they did this, a couple of hundred of people came, and they, you know, most of them didn't get into the country. Most of them got tuckered out before they even made it to the border, Lemon told his CNN colleague. So we have to stop demonizing people and realize the biggest terror threat in this country is white men, most of them radicalized to the right, and we have to start doing something about them. Lemon then pondered solutions as Cuomo, a privileged white male whose father was a Democratic governor of New York, looked on. There is no travel ban on them, Lemon said. There is no ban on, you know, they had the Muslim ban. There is no white guy ban. So what do we do about that? Cuomo responded by telling Lemon he was making the right point. What an idiot. I should point out that, uh, what, Lemon? He is gay and he has a white mate or whatever you want to call it, a white gay boyfriend, whatever you want to call. So I wonder how his boyfriend feels about that. I wonder, I wonder how his boyfriend feels about that. And, and then Cuomo, you're white yourself, so you're a self-hating race. You you hate your own race. You you agree with this. You 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 agree. You're sick. You're sick, sick, sick. You're really sick. So anyway, there you go. Some more fuel for your fire there. Some more fuel for your fire. Anything else going on up in here? The next bear market is going to be the worst of the lifetime. Not falling for that. Okay. Okay, I think I, I gave you plenty show today. So it's time for me to get on out of here. So take care now here. Oh, baby, come on, so come on, people, baby.